the barrier shouldn't be about safety or having helmet hair. It should just be like, you're on a bike and you feel good on the bike and you should do it more. Hey, what's up? This is Kat. Welcome to the Joyride. Hey, what's up, Joyriders? This is Kat, and you're listening to episode number 37 of the Joyride podcast, where we celebrate women on bikes. On this episode, we meet up with the 2018 Live Cycling brand ambassador for Portland, Sonia Ruiz. We talk about some of her plans for the season, bike trains, and periods. Today's episode is a little different than what you're used to. I met up with Sonia after she led the winter warm-up ride, and oh my goodness, folks, what an amazing day. The weather was great. I got to meet some new folks, enjoy a delicious dirty chai from the new Breadwinner Cycles Cafe, ride bikes with my girl Nicole from V3, who I can't wait to have on the show, and then hung out at Gladys Bikes and got to know Sonia a bit. So this interview is a bit shorter and you'll hear lots of background chatter here, but I think it really gives you a nice sense of place and um, let me know what you think. Friends, I have to be honest, it's a crazy world out there, but you knew that. As I record this, we're in the midst of another senseless mass shooting at a school, this time in Parkland, Florida. I want to acknowledge it because it's a reality. Um, If you're not up for politics, skip ahead. I was out of high school already when Columbine happened. I was a student at university when Virginia Tech happened, and I remember the flickers of fear that I felt in those days and weeks after that violence. I can't imagine being a kid today for about a thousand reasons. For example, I'm so glad I didn't grow up with social media, thank heaven. But by far the scariest thing has got to be the awareness of and potential for bloodshed on school grounds like we've witnessed. I get it, friends, you're here for the bike love, but we can't ignore it. Um, I want to share something from Brene Brown in the show notes. Much of it is excerpted from her book, Braving the Wilderness, which I just finished today, and I highly recommend it. More on this in a minute. Anyway, the post is about speaking truth to bullshit, specifically on the topic of guns, and I hope you read it. And after you read it, I want you to watch the video, which is also in the show notes, featuring Parkland survivor Emma Gonzalez. Maybe you've already seen it, but if you haven't, watch. She's part of the fourth wave. You can feel it. Don't get me wrong, friends. I'm a strong advocate of our Constitution and Bill of Rights. In fact, I keep a copy of it here at my desk. Hashtag nerd. Amendment 2 reads, A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Here it is, folks. Framers didn't intend for this to cover an AR-15. And we have a professional army now. Uh, Civilians should not have unfettered access to purchase machines of war. I really hope one day someone listens to this and thinks, wow, remember when it was legal for just about anyone to buy those? It's crazy. Back to Braving the Wilderness. In this book, Brene Brown writes about the quest for true belonging versus fitting in and the courage to stand alone. She discusses how to hold on to your values and stay civil, 
and the value of true connection showing up for moments of collective joy and pain. It wasn't that long ago that humans were living more communally. Now evolution happens, but we've been so artificially separated from each other, it's causing pain. Especially really easy in our polished Instagram world where I am definitely not going out on as many epic bike adventures as everyone else. It's real easy to compare yourself and get soups depressed. Instagram is the ultimate cause of the grass is greener syndrome if you let it, especially in these dark times. So I've been making more time to get out and connect with others, and I hope you do too. More eye contact, more smiles, more saying hi to strangers, more bike rides, less bullshit. Okay, Joy Riders, I'm gonna step down off the soapbox now. Please check out the show notes at the Joyride Podcast com forward slash zero three seven for links and for those videos say her name emma gonzalez say her name and stay tuned at the end of the show for a few notes from the community and the bike love calendar now without further ado let me introduce you to sonia ruiz Welcome to the Joyride. Thank you for having me. I don't know how that's going to sound at all, but we're going to see. We're going to see how it goes. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm really psyched. So we're, we're here at Gladys. We just finished up the winter warm-up ride. Yes. How was that for you? It was terrifying at first. I've never <laughs> led, been in charge of, been responsible for a ride um, with so many awesome women. But it, it went really well. It was uh, it was great. The weather cooperated. Everybody who came out was just full of smiles and like really supportive. Um, there's a lot of really really nice nice great women here in Portland. Yeah, it was so. I think you know the weather cooperating and having it be dry. It was sort of like blue skies and sunny when I woke up this morning, and I was like, "Yay, we're going for a bike ride!" <laughs> you know, I kind of feel like that was sort of how everybody was. Yes, a little bit. Yes, and it's uh, no longer January. It's <laughs> you know, it's, it's like the longest January ever. It was this the year. longest January. There were sixty days in January this year, <laughs> and we finally made it to a new month in the winter in Portland. And so everybody getting out and smelling the fresh air, like you could see on their faces it was great people yeah, were psyched it was really good um how did you so you're the live brand ambassador here in the neighborhood how did that happen how'd you get involved with that well that was uh leah benson from gladys she knew that i was uh a sort of fair weather rider and wanted to be more serious about it meaning um meaning getting out more uh looking at uh, different bikes that could take me further and faster and she suggested hey live which is a great brand uh, is has ambassadors all across the country and they are looking for a new Portland ambassador and I asked her what that entails and it means just she, she technically said it involves generating stoke for live which is a technical industry term generating stoke uh, the stoke is high <laughs> which just means you know uh, you know, talking about it, answering questions, having events that are primarily about getting people outside, getting women uh, on bikes, and lives about breaking down barriers that keep women from biking. Either, you know, there's a long list of reasons why some women uh, don't get out and bike even though they feel like they really want to. 
And so Liv is about like, no, let's make it um, really accessible for people to, to, to do. And so I'm like, great, where do I sign up? And I, I applied and I was selected and I get uh, to put on events throughout 2018 and uh, just get as many women out and biking, women and girls and teens out and biking as much as possible. That's so exciting. Congratulations! Yeah, thank you. I mean, it was it was incredible to be selected, especially for Portland, to like represent a bike brand that is so in support of women in Portland, Oregon. I feel like was actually kind of a big responsibility, and so I hope I do it justice. Um, so so far, so good. Yeah, we had. I can tell you, like for sure, we had a bunch of fun today. I was so excited to um, you know see a couple familiar faces uh, on the ride. So it was really nice to get to connect because yeah. it's not often that my schedule works out to be able to join group. <laughs> So it was really nice, um, like a nice treat. Yes, good. Um, so how else does biking fit into your life? Like how was it as a fair weather cyclist or whatever? Like what, what were you doing before this started? Yeah, so I commuted a little bit, but I have a six-year-old son. I have a four-month-old son. And I do have to uh, get them to schools and get them to basketball and, and that whole thing. Um, so when I possibly can, I commute and it's only, I, I, I work, I live in the uh, Northeast and I work downtown and it's not a, it's not a hard commute at all. But um, forcing myself to do it and forcing you know, uh, myself to get out there is sometimes difficult. And I also am really into just going further, uh, you know, getting out of the city, like putting in some serious miles. And I really wanted to start doing like, training or getting my body ready for a half century or a century or something that can really um, sort of push myself and really get myself uh, out and about throughout the throughout the state and so I wasn't doing that before I really wanted to try doing that I needed a good bike I needed some some support and some push and this ambassador program was just the push that I needed and so now I'm like really dedicated 2018 is the push where I get out there and start commuting more and biking more and maybe like racing. I mean, just meeting more people who do the, 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 the things that you can do on a bike are endless and, and uh, people have been teaching me that so far. That's so awesome. I feel like 2018, more bike rides, less bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? More butts on bikes. More butts on bikes. And That's... less bullshit. I like that. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, so do you have anything else that you're, I mean, you're probably noodling around with a lot of different plans. Yes. Is there anything else that you like know you definitely want to do or like what's on the horizon? Yeah, I know I definitely want to set up a bike camping trip. Um, it doesn't have to be far. It can be close. Uh, so we, uh, I know that, I mean, I love camping, I love being outdoors, the weather's great, there's a lot of places that are accessible around Portland, um, so I want to try that out. Um, but I also just want to get more women who I work with in, in the downtown area, there's a lot of women that I work with, I work in finance, and um, biking shouldn't be a barrier if you work in finance, you know, or if you have to be mm. somewhere early in the morning, um, if you have to match that up with a bus ride plus biking or a car ride to drop off the kids and then switch to a bike. I mean, there's lots of different ways you can work it in and I wanna make, and I wanna just push myself to make uh, getting on a bike, no matter how short <laughs> that ride might be, to make it happen and just tell more women, hey, listen, it doesn't have to be about, the, the barrier shouldn't be about safety or having helmet hair. It should just be like, you're on a bike and you feel good on the bike and you should do it more. Mm -hmm. And um, it sounds like probably maybe some commuter clinics or something in, yeah. that, in that area would be good. Um, are you familiar with the idea of like a bike train? Have you heard of the, this thing? No. So it's uh, 
Um, basic concept is a it's a, a very slow moving bike parade that is like uh, that you go to commute to downtown with. So you may so if you start in North Portland, like I live up in St. John. So if I were doing this, um, I might like have a stop at you know somewhere in northeast have another stop you know somewhere further down in northeast and then yeah so it's just this idea of like sort of a coordinated group commute awesome and that helps to you know i mean friends are like the gateway drug right yes. like like you know they you can see where people are going and right. and that kind of thing i think is really helpful so um you know it's just like sort of a, a way to reduce the barriers around commuting That's perfect. and like yeah. getting used to like how do I get on the Broadway bridge or what do I do exactly. with these weird tracks because the tracks are so, I think between the bridges yes. and the tracks and the cars right. there are just like a lot of these perceived barriers right. With, right. In far, as far as safety is involved right right there's a lot of these tiny hurdles that when somebody tries to visualize themselves biking downtown that they immediately see the things that could go wrong um, but a bike train is great because you even even by having just more people around you, you feel more seen by by cars certainly, and you just build your confidence. I feel like that's great because it's also like, hey, if I know the train's coming, <laughs> yeah, I can get out there I and hear get on the board. train are coming. <laughs> that's that's what we say when it's time to go to sleep in our house. <laughs> so we're getting, getting on the getting on the train. Well, it's the train to Nunnightsville. I can't. I just said that. I just said that right here. Getting on the train. Um, anyway, so yeah. Well, I mean, I think that that sounds great. It, it makes it makes a lot of sense in terms of um, you know just like helping. I think helping to reduce barriers for commuting, you know, and getting that to be your your baseline. Like the commute, the rhythm of commuting on a bike is it can be really good. It's so good. You get the air in the morning. You get to de-stress on the way home. Yeah. As opposed to just sitting and stewing in traffic. Yes. That's the worst. And then you just check it off. Like you're, you're like, you did it. You were on a bike today and mm-hmm. it just fit right into your schedule. I know that there are a lot of, there are some women at my son's school and man, every morning rain or shine, they're trekking in, you know, two kids on their bike. Um, and those women are just like heroes to me. I'm like, man, you're like doing now granted like 50% of the time they're, they're cruising in like five minutes late to school, but still, like, come on. I can't. They're living the dream. You know, I've got enough time management issues. I can't even imagine throwing kids plus bikes into all of that. Like, no. But they do it every much. day. And, and the, the thing about it is like, it seems really challenging at first, but once it becomes part, I mean, it's part of their routine, you know, they probably just like, you know, get the gear on, get your rain gear on, throw the stuff in the, yeah. you know, on the bike, get on there and we're off. And, um, it, I would imagine it becomes second nature to them, I'm sure, you know, and so that, that's part of it. Part of it is just your first go-to can be getting on the bike to run the errand or getting on the bike to, to go to work and then it becomes second nature. And so I've, I've yet to reach that point yet, but that's kind of like where I'm headed, mm-hmm. I feel like. Awesome. That's beautiful. Um, well, I'm really, I'm so psyched that you're, that you're here doing this good stuff. I'm glad that we got to go on this ride. And you also, there was some service in terms of packing these. Um, actually, why don't we, why don't you say what the other part of that was? Tell me, tell me about the ride. What did you do when we got here to Gladys? <laughs> right. So yeah. we, we met up at, uh, we met up at a cafe. We did a great ride. And, you know, being a live ambassador means you sit up rides or maybe some clinics and um but i thought that 
you know, in order to get people just like a little bit more jazzed about it, especially people in Portland, um, right now there's no reason why we can't also uh, match that up with with giving back. And um, this is this is about being focused on getting more women and women identified people out there on bikes. And so what uh, I decided to do was match up uh, Live and Gladys with period.org. Period.org is a nonprofit that helps provide uh, provide menstrual products, uh, tampons and pads to uh, shelters and women's crisis centers for people that need them because it's unbelievably um, it's unbelievably challenging to be homeless and then to put on top of that having to figure out how to you know keep yourself clean uh, when you're when you're menstruating and that happens every single month and there are women out there that have to make do with with, with nothing sometimes and so um, for like a week for a week yeah every it's single not, month it's not like this is not just something that is like oh yep check that off the list it's like no this is a real thing that you're living with, with and, um, yeah. every single day and or you know you have to think about that you have to prepare for it and so period.org provides they they do fundraising and they um and they provide uh uh, tampons and pads and, um, and hygiene products to uh, crisis centers and homeless centers. So what I decided to do is we're going to end that. We, we came back to Gladys uh, Bikes and I had gotten a bunch of women in my neighborhood had reached out and donated uh, pads and some diva cups and tampons and soap um, and panty liners, you know, the whole, the whole gamut. And all the women on the ride <laughs> came in and uh, we sat down, or we actually gathered around a table, I guess, <laughs> and we created um, hygiene kits. So we put, we packed up in brown paper sacks, tampons and pads, and we're going to deliver those to a to a homeless shelter here in Portland. Um, and it was fantastic, and everybody pitched in, and it was like. There was not how, enough room. There was not enough room. You had, that, like, you had more more gals who wanted to help than there was yeah. space to stand around the table. It was were, great. Everybody was so generous with their time. We've got like these two huge boxes full of hygiene kits and brown paper sacks. I, mean, I probably have well over 70, probably approaching 100 kits that we're going to deliver great. to women. And that's fantastic. Um, it really is. Thanks so much for that. We really, the, the houseless crisis in Portland all over the West Coast, but you know, here in Portland is, it's, it's evident and it's one of these small things that we can do. Um, you know, to take care of somebody, your basic, this is such basic it's self-care. Basic it's yeah. such basic self-care for women. Yeah. Um, it's a basic health, health um, it is. priority, you know, tampons and yeah. pads should be free. It's not something that it's really, you know, I mean, it's a tax on us. It's a tax to have yeah. to have to do this every single month. Um, there's no way that we can <laughs> prevent that, you know? Uh, so, uh, really glad that period.org is, is, is reaching out and they do have a website and you can, you can also put together your own period packing party and get some of your friends together, uh, reach out, get some donations. Um, they have very, very cheap ways to purchase tampons and pads. And then you spend some fun time with some women and pack them up and, and send them off. And I mean, it's easy and it's uh, it was really fun. Yeah, you get to bond and hang out and yeah. do some good yeah. and it like really pay it forward. Yeah, thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. And I'm I'm so stoked. I can't wait to see what else you do. You know, I got a lot of bike love for camping, so I want to you know be in touch with you, hear about what your plans are there. Awesome. That sounds great. Yeah, yeah, I can't wait to. And in the future, you know, I'm I'm always looking for opportunities to match up the uh, the biking and the fun and then find out a way to like come together and and 
and, and give back to a new organization. I can't wait to find a, a different organization here in Portland that we can do a different project for. So I'm hoping that throughout the year, we can not just generate stoke for biking and for live, uh, live cycles, but also um, do some good. Yeah, it seems a really awesome way to build community here. Uh, Sonia, where can folks follow you and pay attention to what you're doing? Yeah, so I'm on Instagram at PDX Live Ambassador. That's L-I-V Ambassador, uh, and then also on Facebook, a Facebook page which is also just PDX Live Ambassador, and, and uh, may find me through my name, which is Sonia Ruiz. S-O-N-I-A. R-U-I-Z. And yeah, so you can follow along the social media. And always, if you uh, if you know Leah through Gladys Bikes, she'll also connect you to me, too, as well. Tell her we said hi. Yes. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Um, looking forward to it. Let's talk again. All right. Thank you. Big thanks to Sonia for leading a great winter warm-up ride. I'm looking forward to adding her rides to the Bike Love calendar. Also, thanks to Leah Benson and Gladys Bikes for hosting and letting me snag Sonia's new bike day pick for our show art. And also for general radness, like being amazing advocates of inclusive cycling, as well as fantastic cap designers. I now own a hat with pizza slices on it, y'all. Enough said. Please comment or tag Sonia and I at pdx underscore live underscore ambassador and the joyride podcast in your instagram story and say hi um i'd love to hear what you thought of this kind of interview i thought it was a lot of fun and let me know what you thought okay a few community bike love calendar notes east bay folks Heather wrote in to share that on the second Thursday of every month, Bike East Bay and the Oakland Library host a Women Bike Book Club at the Rock Ridge branch. How cool. Looks like that program is in its third year. Super cool. Thanks for sharing, Heather. Next, Black Girls Do Bike National Meetup in Washington, D.C., May 18th through the 20th, featuring gals from Black Girls Do Bike chapters from all over the country. The weekend will include a collective Black Girls Do Bike team taking over the DC bike ride and a visit to the National Museum of African American History and Culture. Meet your sisters. Also, Black Girls Do Bike Portland is going to be hosting a potluck on March 4th. So if you're interested in that and you're in the neighborhood, uh, make sure that you're on their Facebook group so that you can get all the details. Next, Ragbri July 22nd through the 28th. Um, the ride, I don't know what Ragbri stands for, and I'm not going to look it up right now. Sorry, guys. Something across Iowa. Um, the 428-mile route has been announced. Check it out if you're into that kind of thing. Link in the show notes. It's uh, it's definitely something that oh, I should know what it stands for, but I'm, it's like really late and I got to get this done. So um, it's uh, something that Leah Benson talked about. And um, I know a bunch, a couple people actually who've done this ride and have said really wonderful things about it. So um, yeah, cool, check it out. Uh, next, Seattle folks, join our pals at Swift Industries for a WTF, now WTF here stands for Women Trans Femme, WTF Happy Hours at Swift Industries headquarters on First Avenue on May 9th and also August 8th and also November 7th. So there's some Wednesdays there, May, August, November. 
and go and meet your meet your folks, meet your people there. Next up, friend of the show, Tim Mooney over at Pedal Shift. He's gonna be doing a live episode in a few days on February 20th. If you happen to catch this ep before February 20th, check out Tim live on a hot mic, uh, pedalshift.net forward slash live. And finally, while we're on the podcast tip, Pathless Pedaled, y'all. I've been a fan of Pathless Pedaled since about 2012 when I was like looking up how to make camp coffee uh, online and I first stumbled across that and then that's how I learned about Velocult and Anyway, um, I'm psyched that Russ has brought the YouTube show to Podcastville, aka iTunes. There's so many badass women already on this show, like endurance racer and Trans Am winner Lael Wilcox, WTF bike explorer Sarah Swallow, and Martina Brimmer, co-founder of Swift Industries. Good stuff. Friends, if you enjoy the show, please leave a rating or review on iTunes or wherever you listen. The Joyride Podcast is supported by listeners like you. Find out how you can keep the bike love flowing at thejoyridepodcast.com forward slash support. As always, I appreciate your time and your attention. Remember, friends, life shrinks or expands in proportion to one's courage. Keep moving forward. And until next time, I hope you enjoy the ride. fitting happens and there are diagrams of of people and their writing complaints and issues um it's very special back here